Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Couple XY Podcast. I'm Rosie. And I'm Brian. And this is the podcast where we drink. Boy, this is going horrible. <laughs> we both screwed this up so bad. Ugh. We just need to have sound effects. There we go. Ah, yeah, we need to record that wine pop and that cork pop one day. And then just, like, reuse and it. And the pouring. And so that way it won't be all, like, on the cuff. But some people say they like it off the cuff. Some people say it's endearing. Those people are related to us, so <laughs> they have to say it. No, I think I think maybe she does honestly think that it's she is endearing. Um, no, she she does. She wouldn't have said it if it wasn't true. Okay. Anyway, um, welcome. Today I am drinking uh, Stella Rosso, semi sweet red wine. I'm just drinking a red blend. Yes. So yeah. Um, Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Do all the podcast things for us, please. Please like and subscribe, rate and review. Um, if you want to shoot us a line, you can email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tell a friend. Um, you can also comment on our Facebook page or DM us at couplexypodcast. Yeah. Uh, please rate and review because that's the quickest and easiest way to grow our podcast from what it is to what it may be. Maybe. Some, someday. 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 Uh, <laughs> How was your week? Yeah, it seems like this was a really, really low-key week. Low-key? Yeah. It felt really long. Well, that's because you worked out more than one day. Okay. That's something you usually do. Yeah. And yoga. And yoga, yeah. I slept in until 10 today, which was lovely. Um, you went to sleep yesterday. You got in bed on a Saturday night. At like 8 o'clock. 8, 10. <laughs> and you were asleep by 9 o'clock. And you look at me this morning and like, why don't you go to sleep with me? And I'm like, because I'm not tired at 8 <laughs> o'clock. I'm not 7. <laughs> no, I'm just, I don't know. I'm to that point where I just like, I like my sleep, man. Sleep is so important. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it, I like my sleep too, but if I went to bed at 8 o'clock, I'd be up at 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You and I are just built differently. Yeah. I, I need a lot of sleep. I only need like 8 hours. <laughs> at most 10 hours is is the, a decent amount for me it's good can you sleep for over 12 hours straight i don't think for over 12 hours no okay um i mean i did i woke up this morning at seven went to the bathroom came back and went to sleep yeah you went to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> okay part of marriage is love and farts and farts <laughs> <laughs> the odd sweet I slept until about 8.30 this morning. Yeah, I didn't even hear you get up. I didn't feel the dogs move. Yeah, we all just got out. up. We got up. Uh, Chad wanted some pets, so he came and got some pets. And then I rolled over, and Maybelle was looking at me like, what the hell are you doing petting him? <laughs> then we just went ahead and got up out of bed um, and chilled out for a little while. And then they went and got back in bed with you. They did, yeah. That's what woke me up was when they jumped back in bed. Um, but, yeah. It's uh. It's been it's been a day. It's been a week. I don't know. I really, I mean, yesterday I did a lot of laundry. Um, you had a baby shower. I did, yes. Thank you for, shout out to Brian for doing a shit ton of laundry yesterday while I primped all day for a baby shower. Yeah, I <laughs> cleaned the sheets on the bed and did all the laundry, uh, cooked dinner. Uh, yeah, really housewifed it up yesterday. Yeah. Um, the day uh, has been... 
a little more relaxed. I had a little bit of laundry to finish, like one load that was drying last night at the end of the night. And then uh, went ahead and just kind of cleaned up the kitchen and uh, uh, did some work outside. Started to expand the garden again. Yep. Laundry talk, garden talk. Well, yeah. I'm, welcome to our podcast. I'm really looking forward to like what I'm going to do with the garden this year. I'm going to try something a little bit different arranged-wise mm-hmm. and going to have a little more room. Um, I think we should go back a different way with the corn. And I don't know if we're going to go three sisters on that or not. Our I think row. we should try. How many? How how much room do we need for three sisters? Do you think? Um, if we're doing, uh, if we're doing like all three sisters instead of just two, um, is it like a five foot circle? Yeah, something like that. Um, because the beans grow up the the corn stalk. Um, that's the thing you have to time this right too. Uh, and then the, the squash mm. um, eliminates the weeds. Is that it? I don't know. Um, I'm going to try something different with my squash this year, too. I'm going to try to grow it vertically instead of horizontally. Yeah, so it doesn't rot. Rot, yeah. Um, and uh, I think I'm going to try to do the um, the arch for the uh, tomatoes. Yeah, that would be nice. And hopefully we get cucumbers like we did last year. Yeah, cucumbers are just everywhere. Um, Our cucumber took off. They did, yeah. It was almost too much. <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah, we started that from seed, too. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Not cucumbers. I thought we did. No, because I remember Dad saying, damn, it looks like your cucumbers already should have uh, uh, buds on them when we got them from the nursery. Oh. But I think we're going to do that differently and see if we can, like, mix and match a nur- nursery, too, because I don't think we need, like, eight tomato plants at a time. No, we definitely don't need as many plants as we've been getting. Yeah. Um, we don't need two eggplants. We just need one eggplant. Well, we don't need Last three year okra, we had, we like, five eggplants. Yeah, that was a lot of eggplants. It was I think two eggplants is enough. Eggplants I mean, get so big. Yeah, they but, get really big. But they take a long time. They're very late blooming in the season compared to, like, a lot of our other stuff is done – and that's when the eggplant starts really coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, the garden didn't last last year. I don't think really any crops did really well. Eggplant. Because of the. Uh, the eggplant did really well. Um, the the drought really hit us hard, though, and the summer heat. Yes. Um, but our tomatoes did not do well. No, which was really upsetting. Because we love tomatoes. Um, all right. Enough garden talk. You ready to get um, segue into we, you know, we kind of <laughs> do this podcast for just like stuff that we enjoy, right? So it makes us happy. Um, and I guess not everyone loves it. We kind of look at the metri- the metrics. Yeah. The- and, and the numbers of who, not like not your personal name, but how many listens are on each of the the things and stuff like that. Um, and it seems like y'all y'all like it when we talk about our marriage, um, ourselves in general, just stuff, just stuff about us. Uh, which is fine. It's just sometimes hard to do. Uh, sometimes it 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 kind of epiphanizes. It's like you have an epiphany. Epiphanizes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a word. All right. Uh, and so, but, you know, sometimes we just like to have fun, too. 
mm-hmm. some of the ones we we have fun on are like the Am I the Assholes. That's why you see quite a few of those. And then we had a lot of fun doing the uh, sex advice one the other day. Unsolicited sex advice. Unsolicited. So we're going to do that again because we really just don't have anything, you know, we don't have anything built up. Yeah. And this was pretty easy to find, like, 10. And we have fun, like, just going back and forth on this. Like, this is fun for us. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, it's Valentine's Day week, so, or weekend. It was, it's the weekend after Valentine's Day, so, you know, we're talking about love and sex. It's, it's, it's the freaking weekend after Valentine's the Day. freaking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, let's go ahead and have us some fun. All right. Let's just get into it. So all of these uh, sex questions we have um, taken from Reddit um, in the uh, sex forums and whatnot. Uh, they're not called forums. What are they called? Threads? Something like that. Sorry. And um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of dragging, so I'm going to try to be a little bit more upbeat. I've got, I'm drinking a Red Bull as we speak, so hopefully that'll kick in real, real soon. So, But let's begin. <coughs> I, 27 female, really want to masturbate for my boyfriend, 28 male. My boyfriend and I have been together for about a year, and we're celebrating Valentine's Day tonight. I know we're late. He's very shy about expressing what he likes, but he's hinted a few times that he fantasizes about watching me pleasure myself. The problem is that I just find it incredibly embarrassing. I'm very much a sex in the dark and kiss with my eyes closed girl. I've touched myself for him three or four times, but the first two I was really drunk. The other times I did it for less than a minute before I was just too embarrassed to continue. This time I really want to do it for him because I know it's his favorite thing and not trying to be mushy, but I just really love him. What can I do to overcome the embarrassment? Are there specific positions I should try or techniques, foreplay, outfits, etc.? What do you think? Um, I don't, I mean, they've been together, they've been together for a year. How, how old is, is she? She's 27, he's 28. 28. Okay. Um, I think it's, she's got to be comfortable with herself. Um, cause I, they've been together for a year. I feel like they should be at a point where they're comfortable with each other. And, um, she's, in, she, you know, she is a sex in the dark kiss with her eyes closed kind of girl. Like, it seems to me like she's having a lot of her own insecurities. That's kind of like, um, messing with this dynamic. Um, because you, you really should be like, you should be as comfortable with your partner as possible, um, especially during sex, like because that's the most intimate time that y'all have together. So, I think she just needs to work on her own um, self-esteem. Maybe get some reassurance from him. Tell him like that it she does feel embarrassed and um, and explore why she feels embarrassed and um, resolve that. All right, I think she should get over it. I mean, there's no reason to be embarrassed. Uh, it's, it's in your own head. Like, understand that once you're having sex with somebody, they want to have sex with you. So there's no longer a reason to be embarrassed. Like, what, you should just you should get undressed with the lights on, look at each other for a second, and then you can just be the biggest freaks you want to be. Like, whatever you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you want to do this, it shouldn't <clears throat> be that you're embarrassed is the reason why... You know, because he's already seen all your your bits. Um, <laughs> the only thing is, is like maybe you're like, well, I don't know, like if it looks good or not. And then all I can say is watch porn and try to emulate that. If you know, if you're okay with watching porn and don't have any kind of hangups on it, um, you know, to to create the fantasy because that's what porn is—it's a fantasy. So um, if you're unsure about techniques or something like that, go 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 to porn. Um, I think it's okay 
um, as long as you don't get addicted to it, to be like, hey, you know, masturbation porn, and you look at a couple of them, and maybe you find one, hey, that looks pretty hot. Okay, let me do that. And uh, that might help you out some. Outfit-wise, you know, wear whatever you feel confident in. Um, and position-wise, I would say maybe go uh, doggy style so you can kind of look away to begin with, and maybe that would help, not having the eye contact. You know, not not thinking someone is watching you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the thing about women during sex is, like, it's 90% mental, 10% physical. Is really what it comes down to. So if we're not completely confident in what we're doing, we're going we're gonna to lose our, quote, our hard-ons or um, – not feel um, our our best to do to explore new things, you know. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that's interesting to me about this is like when he when she's like he's shy and he kind of hinted about it, but hasn't like directly said it. Well, he's hinted about it, and the one thing he's hinted about, you're already not cool with. So it's very hard to come out of that shell in a situation where you don't feel like that y'all are. Like, you can't ask someone their fantasies and then when it becomes, you know, you have to be ready to dive into that fantasy. If not, they're not going to tell you their fantasies because it just ruins it for them. Well, she's trying. She's just... Right, but she just, the way she was like, oh, he's shy and he's hinted at this and things like that. I'm like, well, for a guy, a hint is huge. You know, for a lot of guys, hints are huge because we don't, genuinely genuinely like get asked by a lot of partners what we want mm-hmm. um or i have it <clears throat> and you know it's not something that so it, it's hard when you're you don't get you don't get to talk about sex as a man toward your partner very often because you have to be very very delicate and men learn that when we aren't delicate instruments, so it's sometimes better to just keep your mouth shut than to try to express something that's going to backfire on you. Do we need to talk about something? No, I'm telling you a genuality. I mean, okay. that's just how things are. Okay. Um, I mean, would you agree? Do you think that, like, have you had very many partners talk to you openly about what they wanted during sex? I guess not really. Um, and why do you think that, do you think that's normal? <clears throat> it appears to be a trend. Um, I don't, I don't know, maybe, I don't, well. Have you ever had a problem saying what you needed or wanted during sex? Oh, yeah. Like, so you've had partners where you didn't say what you wanted? Yeah. Um, and there. For, um, with a few relationships, it was more like a, like it fell into a routine and we, we just did what we knew the other person liked and we didn't really delve any, anywhere, any further. Um, so it wasn't like an exploration much after a certain amount of time. Do, Do you get bored doing that? Or do you like different types of sex? Or are you a pretty much a, this is what I like, and I don't mind being in a rut? <laughs> I don't like to call it a rut. Um, I, yeah, I, en- I enjoy exploring. 
sometimes. Other times I just want to do what I'm already comfortable with, you know? Okay. So. All right. I was just wondering. Huh? What about you? Oh, yeah, I think you know I'm all about the exploration. I'm all mm-hmm. about the adventure. I'm all about trying new stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm about pushing boundaries and doing different things and keeping it exciting because it gets it gets old for a guy, um, and I guess for women too, I, I guess. If you just – I guess you just have two different personalities. There's people who – you know, look at a mountain and say, I want to go climb that mountain because I want to do it. And there are people who look at that mountain and say, I want to go sit on a beach. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we go to the next one? Yeah. Former lesbian dating a guy for the first time. For some backstory, I've been a gay woman growing up. As a child until teenagehood, I attended many only girls schools. I knew I was into women at the age of seven. I've had multiple relationships with girls and thought I'd stay that way forever. However, it was not until I met someone at 17 where I questioned my sexuality. I'm not going to go into, into depth about it, but just know I did end up catching some feelings for him as he was consistent with wooing me. It was a new and odd feeling for me, something that made me feel guilty. <clears throat> guilty, that's interesting. Anyway, fast forward, I'm 19. We're still together and shit is great. Super healthy relationship and good sex life, I think. He obviously and clearly loves me and I have explained to him my past and he is always accepting. We've had sex multiple times the past years, and I love him with all my heart. However, I find myself constantly asking close friends how to please a man. I feel insecure that with his past exes, he could have sex 24-7, get head, etc. I feel that I am not good enough, and oftentimes I catch myself over-sexualizing myself to simply please him. We already had a big talk about this topic, but he's a very it's-okay-I-don't-mind kind of person, so this is a me, this is a me problem. I feel like I'm not enough. I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I just need more insight on this, please. You're overthinking, I think. Um, at 19, you're, Absolutely. you don't know what you're doing. Like, you, you are – think back to – well, I lost my virginity at 19, so I damn sure didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> you had been having sex for several years at 19. Yeah. And so the person – like – could you say that the the person you were then and, like, the sex partner you were then and the sex partner you are now are two different people? Oh, yeah. Like, do you feel you've matured well, yeah. and understand more about sex and being a good partner? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, get out of your own head because you don't know, like, you, you really – sex is like – it's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you get with at it. It's like dancing – the more you dance with the same partner, the better y'all get together. You start to understand each other's moves and nuances and where to go and what to do. Or you should. Mm-hmm. Um, some people never do. But, like, as far as me as a sexual partner, that's always my my goal is to learn, you know, to do better, to, to be able to bring better gratification to you because that's, that's you know – it's not only about me getting off, it's about you getting off too and getting off in the most aggressive and passionate way possible. If not, how can I be your best partner? Which, no matter who I'm with, when, when I was single before you, mm-hmm. um, but especially with you, I've, I always strive to be the best partner that that person has ever had. And I appreciate that. And I think that's what... I think fundamentally for me, 
the first part of sex ought to be that. Right. And you're 19. You're still figuring it out. Um, you've been a lesbian up to this point. How do you feel about that? What do you mean? Like, do you think she was really a lesbian or just lack well, of choice I mean, lesbian? Like, she went she to girls' school, girl schools. schools um, and it feels to me like she feels almost like she was forced. Like, obviously, you were at least bisexual. Right. And so um, I, I feel like one of the things you sh- you're, you're trying to hook into is that I was, I was a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian now. Um, your sexuality was fluid, I would think. Yeah, I think everybody's sexuality at one point or another is fluid. And I think um, in that early time in your life, I don't think you even understood your own sexuality um, enough to say that you were a lesbian or you were, you were straight, looking at the evidence in, in hindsight. Mm-hmm. So are you carrying some guilt because now you're like, I'm, I'm lesbian with a man, but... You're really having these very strong, um, more hetero feelings for somebody, but it feels almost like you're betraying your entire ten year, previous 10 years, 12 years now. She said seven she started. They started dating at 17. She's now 19. So 12 years of your life where you your identity, which is this is why it's, it's really hard to um, – put these labels on kids i think um your identity was lesbian and now you're having an i think an issue with not being lesbian i don't know it's, she said it's something that makes that made me feel guilty yeah i'm very i don't know I, you have nothing to be guilty about to feel guilty about um it's i mean you're 19 you're still figuring it out um for a lot of people you know, your sexuality ebbs and flows and, um, especially for, for women, uh, men now more than when I was young, but yeah. Um, yeah, I I think you just, you ride that wave Mm -hmm. and you go with it where you will go with it. If you, if you like women, that's cool. If you, you found a dude that you like, that's cool. Um, enjoy it. Like enjoy the ride, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as, she says, like, I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I know you've you've talked to your boyfriend before, and he's like, and he says, it's okay, I don't mind. Like, have a, sit down and have, like, a truly, like, honest, raw conversation about what he wants and what you want and mm-hmm. what you guys want to try. It's really just, like, being, it's very vulnerable. But it's really important to have these conversations. I feel, correct me if I'm wrong on this, as a woman, is it easier to be like, do you, when you go into sex, do you really have to feel like you know what you're doing or can you just kind of be there? Like, I have to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, my job as the man is to guide the sexual experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it differs by relationship. Okay. Um, well, I've always been a very dominant lover too. Like I'm just a dominant lover. So Mm -hmm. that's just how I am. So when I go into it, like in my situation, if you didn't necessarily quote unquote, know what you're doing, we all know what we're doing. This is nature. Your, your, your nature tells your body, 
the basics of what to do. <laughs> Where do I put it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Now, beyond that, the fine-tunery of it is just experience and, you know, you kind of throw shit against the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, be, be present during sex. Right. Is a uh, big de- thing to me. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, notice when your partner uh, uh, peaks a little bit more mm-hmm. during during sex. And that way you can come back to what you just did, maybe do it more, maybe maybe work it in, and, and give that additional pleasure to, to your partner. Right. Um, and this is something I struggle with, too, but, like, talking during sex I think is important and, like, Encouraging each other, like, what feels good to you, what feels good to him. Um, yeah, it's it's just, it's it's really helpful to get that that feedback in the moment. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really, my, there needs to be just more communication and um, less uh, self-consciousness. Yeah, you're, you're 19. You're not figuring it all out tomorrow. Right. So, um, in, enjoy the ride. You've been with this guy for two years. Uh, looks like it's going pretty good. He seems probably good for you. So um, as far as sex goes, have a lot of it because you're 19 and y'all probably can have a lot of sex. Just go after it and see, you know, just rage on it, you know, and see what happens. <laughs> Be safe. Yeah, wear a um, condom or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, next. I, 27 female, really want to masturbate for my boyfriend, 28 male. Wait, did we do how we do that? We did. Why did I open that up twice? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Going. Next, next. <laughs> next, next. Uh, am I, female, boring slash bad at sex for not doing anal? I, 33 female, hate anal sex. I don't like the feeling. It is painful when I tried it, but every guy I've been with wants it. I start to think they think I'm boring because I hate it. Not sure if I should try again. I've got lube, so maybe, so maybe next time. Is there anything I should know about bathroom situation if I want to try it again? Okay, first things first. If you don't like it, then don't do it. Yeah. There's plenty of partners out there who don't care about having anal sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you so if you like what you like and there's things that you don't like, then you are not obligated in any way, shape, or form to do those things. You know what you should do is, because the only reason guys like anal sex is because girls hate anal sex. Really? Some, yeah. It's not... It's it's not the uh, the most awesome thing in the world. Or it's a hole that you can come in and not get somebody pregnant. Um, Is that the appeal? Um, honestly, it's a little tighter. Oh, like to begin with, it is super super duper tight. Mm-hmm. Um, it loosens up, and I don't think there are the muscles back there to constrict like there are the the, the Kegels. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the name of the muscle, or is yeah, that the it's, exercise? It's exercise. Um. Uh, but in any the vaginal wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of a taboo thing and all that other stuff, and it's it's just a boundary we guys sometimes like to get a girl to cross, um, because a lot of times it's just fun to get girls to cross boundaries, because then you, you know, you get you just like <laughs> you just want to see how far you can take things. It's it's the. It starts with um, a kiss and it ends with anal. You know, 
how far can you take something? How, how, you know, can I kiss her or can I not kiss her? Can I put it in her butt or can I not put it in her butt? There's really no difference. Like, like ultimately, the, the goal and the feeling is the same. You know, it's achieving something. Okay, but if she doesn't want to do that, then don't pressure her into doing that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, every guy's going to ask you, you know. And, like, if you say no, then they should, you know, be cool with it. Um, now, if the su- if it comes up, then, yeah. Ev- like, if you're like, well, every guy asks to do anal because you got a badonkadonk and you have to say no every time, well, that's, I, I don't know, get into, it, it just is what it is, you know. Uh, I guess. I think this is a blanket statement that every guy's going to ask you to do anal. Every guy's not going to ask you to do anal. Right. But apparently, like, I think a lot of guys are going to, and you shouldn't feel bad about saying no, and you shouldn't feel like, um, like there's this, like, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. It kind of feels like, are you, are you making a mountain out of a molehill because you have to keep saying no? Well... Did you say getting pressured to do anal or just ask to do anal? Every guy I've been with wants it. Wants it, yeah. So, um, so yeah, like every guy she's been with has asked to do anal. Um, don't know how many that is. Um, she, I mean, she's 33, so could be a lot, could be not that much. Um, and again, it's like if, also... Um, like how would you feel like if you were, if you did 34 now... So you're about the I'm same. I'm still 33. Oh, like I'm still 33, baby. I'm not 34 until June. Give me this. Okay. For the love so of y'all God. The, so y'all are the same age. Yes, we're the same age. Um, if like you were asked, you know, by partners, mm-hmm. and you had, um, I'm gonna say you have a new, like as a a sexually active single female. Let's say you have a new partner, a new sexual partner every three months. So for a year. Mm -hmm. And this has been going on for six years. So that's 24 guys have asked you, do you do anal? Right. Would it get annoying? Oh, yeah. Would you you feel like this, like, woman like this, like, and you don't want to do it. You know you don't want to do it. You know Mm -hmm. it's not your thing. Um is it just an annoyance, or do you just accept it as, all right, it's going to be a question that comes up. I just have to say no and move on. I mean, yeah, after some point, you unfortunately have uh, – it's going to come up at some point. It's going to be annoying, but it's just something that is unfortunately a, a part of being an adult, a single adult – in America, I think, because um, I think there's, a, there's in America, I think there's hype around doing anal, like, kind of the same way there's hype around, like, getting drunk and doing, and um, drinking a lot of alcohol and stuff, um, because it's taboo, because it's, I don't know, like, the state looks, dirty or wrong or whatever. The state looks down on sodomy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, it used to be illegal. Um <laughs> Um, um, but I, I, I wonder this, like flipping the situation around, would guys feel the same way if they're just like, let's just say a guy doesn't go down on women. Mm-hmm. 
uh, just a part of sex that they don't enjoy and they decide not to do it. Right. And so when every, every one of his sexual partners asks about it, he has to say, no, I don't go down on you. Mm-hmm. You know, would it get annoying? How would you feel about it? Like if you had a guy say, I don't go down on girls. It would make me feel self-conscious and wonder what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because that's, I think a lot of women go to that, like, why, there's, there must be something wrong with me for him not to want to go down on me. Instead of, hopefully, him saying it at the get-go, like, I just don't do that with any partner. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, um... And- the other problem with this is that every guy is going to think they can do it better than the last guy. <laughs> like, I have all the secrets that I know how to make anal pleasurable for you. <laughs> uh, and in my experience, most men don't take the time to, don't take the time or don't have the patience or both to actually make sure that it feels good for the woman, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. And is actually dangerous. Um, so I, and I understand, I, so I totally understand her reservations. Um, and the fact that it has been painful in the past is because, it's because the guy, and I guess it's them both. I mean, she, they need to communicate more like the guy didn't take the time. Yeah, anal is not something you do drunkenly. No, it's not something you do drunkenly. It's not something you do in a hurry. It is something that you take your time with because things are not supposed to go up that hole. So it you are taking you have to take a lot of time mm. to gently open that hole. Yeah. Yeah. Coax it. And not with your dick first. <laughs> uh, um, you ready? Yeah. You good? Yeah. So, yeah, in, in summation, don't do things that you don't feel comfortable doing. Yeah. Can't make my wife orgasm. All right. Title says it all. I feel defeated at a, as a man. Been together 10 years, married two years. Been together since she, was seven, since she was 16 and I was 17. I cannot for the life of me make her orgasm. She has a couple of times in the past, but less than five times. We have a very honest and healthy relationship. I love her more than anything. She has always struggled with this. I'm very generous in bed and always go down on her, and she loves it, but no matter what I do, I just cannot get her over the line. I'm the only one who's made her come, but it'd be five years since the last time. And I think for the, for the best of both of us, I've just given up trying. I have tried everything, and I mean everything. She very rarely plays with herself and can't orgasm on her own either. She assures me that it's not me, it's her, and she still enjoys her sex life, but sometimes it just gets to me. I want to make her squirm, and I have wonderful shaking orgasms, but I... And I want to make her squirm and have wonderful shaking orgasms, but I just can't. She is a wonderful lover and satisfied w- with me on every way, in every way. I just wish I could return the favor. We have regular sex five or more times per week. Sorry for the rant. Just a defeated husband who loves his wife who can't give her the pleasure she deserves. Edit. For everyone who keeps asking, yes, we use toys of all sorts, bullets, vibrators, wands, plugs, you name it. Over the last 10 years, we've tried every different technique, style, kink, that we are, pos- that we are possibly into. We're a very open couple and have had deep discussions about our kinks. We've, told, we've both told each other things we thought we'd take to the grave and are both aware of our wildest fantasies and play on them regularly. So. This. Um, so. It's, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle. The pressure to get her to have an orgasm puts pressure on her and 
keeps her thinking about trying to have an orgasm, and that makes it hard to have an orgasm. So it's just, it's it makes everything difficult. Okay. Look, you would be able to speak more on that from a woman's point of view than right. I can. I can't tell you a woman's orgasm. Um, I'm going to say this. Like, I think that there are women out there who just struggle to have orgasms or don't have orgasms. Um, and that, dude, you've done everything you can. And you shouldn't feel bad about the valent effort that you've you've done. Um, the halls of Valhalla will be open to you, my friend. <laughs> Do not worry. You have you have you have uh, fought the valent fight, and this one isn't isn't on you. Um, but I can say, as a man, it's 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 a it's a defeated attitude, you know, mm-hmm. to have a wife that you can't have make have an orgasm, and it would be um, it'd be very hard. So. Um, I think it's not on this guy, but I can I can definitely see why it would weigh upon him to feel, you know, um, and, and good on him to feel this way, you know? Right. Yeah, the fact that he's frustrated is... I mean, After 10 years, I mean, not giving up on it yet. Yeah, not giving up and still being frustrated about it and still being, like, concerned. And, yeah, it's, um, it's a valiant effort. Um, but as I said before, for women... Having an orgasm, having sex is 90% mental, 10% physical. But do you think it is, like, not that? It's just, like, she's not, like, she doesn't. Like, do you think it's, it, there are women out there who just can't? I think, I mean. Or it's very difficult. Every, every woman is different. Anatomy is is varied from body to body. And, and um, sex drive is varied from person to person. Sex part. drive varies, yeah, it varies wildly. Um like she, it could be a mental block. It could be a physical thing. It could be both. Um, and at this point, she knows you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. She knows you really want her to have an orgasm. But good on you for still having sex five times a week. Like, yeah, what good do y'all, for you. What are y'all in y'all's early or late twenties? I guess has been, been together 10 years? for ten years. Married, been together since. Okay, he didn't say an actual age. Oh, I thought they started at 17 or they've something. They've been together like. for 10 years, so they're at least almost 30 or in their 30s. Um, so, yeah, good on you. Um, but, yeah, like, she knows you're frustrated, which frustrates her. So it is, it, it is turning, it can turn into this cycle where you're both putting so much pressure on yourselves that you take the fun out of sex. Yeah, I, I just feel like, like... All right, so I've been with one girl who was like this. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of one of those things where, you know, I felt it as a challenge to try to get her to, to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, honestly, she just was not – she's like, hey, look, I love sex. You know, get, we, ha- we can have sex as long as you are having fun. You do not have to get me off. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I'm going to enjoy it as long as you're yeah, – it feels great. But the the big O, not going to happen. Yeah, I do. I I wonder why. I really do wonder why. Like I, there are people out there who exist. I think men and women who can't have an orgasm. Yeah, there are plenty of guys who can't have an orgasm. Like, and this is just a little honest tidbit about us. I, when we got together, was at a point in my life where I was like. 
we the first time, first couple of times we had sex, I didn't orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you started to kind of feel ways about that. I was confused. I was in a really bad mental yeah, place, mm-hmm. and um, and so like, sex was something I was doing but not enjoying. Right. And yeah, I mean, and we we ended up talking about that, and things are fine now. Oh yeah, we um, have great sex. Yeah, now. we're good. <laughs> we're better than good. Um, but yeah, it's just I. Okay, so I don't know if this is true because I saw this on Nip Tuck. Uh, <laughs> okay. But on Nip, on an episode of Nip Tuck, there was a woman who had never had an orgasm, and one of the surgeons gave her like. Oh, this is so fucking weird. Now that I say it out loud, it's a really weird episode. Um, he fingered her, then gave her a shot of adrenaline or something to make her go over the edge. Mm. Uh, and she had an orgasm for the first time. Unfortunately, the the conflict of that episode was that he was drunk when he did it, and now she orgasms every time her phone vibrates. So that's funny and terrible. Um, it's a TV show. It's stupid. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if like it maybe medically there's something uh, is there maybe there's an anomaly in your anatomy. Don't know like if if an orgasm is what is what you really really want like if you really 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 want her to orgasm more often, then maybe talk to a doctor. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I'm just I'm under the the mindset that there are just women who just. It's kind of like, um, you know, we talked about people being asexual, mm-hmm. um, which is like they just don't like sex. Yeah, it's they just don't have the the desires. The desire, yeah. Uh, I I think that's kind of like this situation where there are people who just they just they they don't have that that bit that orgasms, but unlike being asexual, they are they do actually enjoy the sex. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, you can follow Rosie's advice. Um, I'd say, dude, you feel I, like you've you've done your due diligence. You've done your duty. Um, from here on out, you know, just have fun and put it out of your mind that she's not going to orgasm. Um, if she enjoys herself. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If, if y'all are having good sex mm-hmm. and y'all are having adventurous and fun and, and rigorous sex and all that other great stuff, Put it out of your mind that she's not getting there um, because I think she's being honest with you when she's like, I like our sex life. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to get there. Let's let's just focus on just having good sex beyond that. Right. And I think it's it's going to be all good. Just don't put your pride out to pasture on mm-hmm. this one. Yeah, take the pressure off yourself. Take the pressure off of her. And who knows? Like, Maybe I'll mm-hmm. find the, the key one day. Yeah. Maybe you'll unlock that, that little... Thing that you need to unlock. Yeah, find the circular find the motions. Circular right <laughs> motions. <laughs> yeah, something. Um, but yeah, like take the pressure off of yourself. Try going clockwise instead of counterclockwise. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if, they, if they've tried everything, it's just yeah. But I mean, you can't possibly try everything. But still, just enjoy sex with your wife. Yeah, I think it's. I think y'all are fine. Yeah. Just uh, take yeah yeah just it's just a pride thing and uh, sorry dude like just it just not everyone's gonna do it and I think y'all are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next. 
First time giving a blowjob at 24 years old. Hi, so I've never given a blowjob just for the pur- purpose of making him come. I totally just suck dick as foreplay before sex, but I'm on my period and we don't want to deal with this with the mess, so I gave my boyfriend a blowjob today. I normally can't do much because my gag reflex is bad, is bad, and I gag a lot, but was able to take him all in and enjoy what I was doing to him. So much so that I actually got off too just by giving him a BJ <clears throat> and seeing his reaction to what I was doing. I've also never swallowed cum before until today. My stomach kind of feels weird, and I know this is a weird question, but can anything happen, obviously not pregnancy, with swallowing cum? Should I expect anything? I just lost my virginity a year ago and a year and a half ago, so I'm still new to all of this and nervous to try new things sometimes, and this was definitely a new thing, but I really enjoyed it, so I'm also open to any advice of giving good blowjobs. That felt like a run-on sentence. Yeah. Don't forget <laughs> the balls. Don't neglect the nuts. Right, like right, right, right. The, Like, don't neglect the area around the dick. There are there are other erogenous zones. That's my advice for giving a good blowjob, by the way, mm-hmm. um, is to – not that I've given a blue – good blowjob but i've had good blowjobs mm-hmm. i'm a guy i know what i like i will say that like there are um all right do you want to go with the advice on giving blowjobs or the other stuff first i just want to tell you that nothing's gonna nothing bad is gonna happen from swallowing cum okay uh do you have any advice on a good blowjob um yeah the the balls uh i uh if you have a gag, if you she she that has was a, my that was going to be the my thing question. about a gag reflex, yeah. Um, How do you get over that? Like the first time it goes, I like, think it's more about never never having a dick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> How does it actually feel? And does it like where does it hit in your throat? Like are there like does it actually hit? Like, I, maybe yeah, not. it could hit my uvula. Okay, yeah, has it? No, because I've never deep-throated you like you have like, maybe for a second anyway um uh, like I, I, I look i'm average <laughs> I'm you're not, a little above average baby okay you're okay but i'm not rocking like eight nine inches here so <laughs> i'm gonna be honest about that um so i've never hit you uvula but has anybody else like has you have you do you have a gag reflex and you, did you start off with a gag reflex and what have you done to like correct it um uh, does it i mean get, you can't really correct a gag reflex it's just there it just you just deal with it um uh for me um well i mean like what is a gag reflex like like when you say it it sounds like okay, like if you hit this certain point, I'm gonna, you know, gag. Yeah. Right. But like, is it if you calm down and you got to that point, would you gag? Are you gagging because of surprise and you're just like mentally into it? If it, it's like, it's like being scared of a needle, right? You ever take a shot? Like, people who are scared of needles. Some people are just fucking terrified of needles for some mm-hmm. reason, right? Yeah. And, and I'm like, and, and, you know, I used to be nervous about needles mm-hmm. until I started doing this. I just watched them. I watched them do it. Yeah, I know people that would faint if they watched it. Why? Because they have a thing about blood. You, you don't see any blood. Like, if you're... T- yeah, you do. Wh- where? When they're taking blood out? I'm not talking about taking blood out. I'm like, say you're oh, getting, just getting like a vaccination. Yeah, let's say you're getting a vaccination. Oh, okay. 
Like beyond blood. I mean, most of the time a needle is in your arm, you're usually giving them blood. You're not getting vaccinations like that. if you're week. getting it like right in your vein. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I'm, I honestly don't give that much blood because I lived in Europe and they don't let me give blood. Right. Um, and like, when was the last time you got blood? You gave blood? Um, I give blood every year when I get my physical to check my, uh, my, my levels. Oh, so you're talking about, you're not giving blood to like yeah, live I'm share. I'm not giving. Like to save people live. You're doing it to like. Yeah, and on the occasion where there is a blood drive, I will go and give blood. Um, but uh, anyway, so a gag reflex is... Can you mentally train yourself around it, is what I'm asking. Um, there are, yeah, there are moments where I can sort of uh, tolerate it or keep it at bay for a few seconds. Um but it is, it's, it's something that's there. Mm-hmm. It's, there are, um, there are uh, toys and stuff uh, that you can get that are like, like a sleeve for the, for the dick. Um, like, like kind of like a flashlight, but not really. Where it goes down and it sits at like the base of the penis. So there's less, so like, so when a girl's giving a blowjob, she only has to go down like halfway instead of full way, and then it f- still feels like you're getting the full blowjob. Okay. Um, so there's there's stu- there's definitely options like to relieve your your gag reflex or to keep it at bay. Um, it's like um, my yeah. question is is like honestly like is is a gag reflex something that can be overcome? I'm sure if somebody wants to. Uh, but, I mean, a gag reflex is there for a reason. Right. Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a, a, like. You watch a lot of porn. I've seen porn. Mm-hmm. And I've seen girls take much longer guys very far down their throat. Mm-hmm. So, when they started out, did they have a gag reflex or did they naturally not, not have one? I, I think everyone has one. It's just how quickly you can, you can just say you can overcome it. You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it seems like as you do this more, you would overcome it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you'd get used to the feeling of having a dick in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, like, I, I don't know. Like, I haven't, I haven't tried to train myself to not have a gag reflex, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's a thing. Um, I'm sure women have done it. I'm sure gay guys have done it. I'm sure a lot of people have, have done it. Um, but I don't think, I don't think it's something that you have to train yourself out of. I think it's just something you, you deal with. Um, uh, anyway, what was her question? (laughs) Uh, it was about gagging and everything and. Um, advice on giving good blowjobs. Any, any more advice about that? Um, so, um, yeah, you definitely, like, just like a woman, just like any, any like, when, whenever, whenever, like, one of the biggest things on, like, giving oral pleasure to me um, toward a woman, if somebody had asked me or um, what I enjoy as a man when I get a blowjob 
is there are a lot of different uh, zones down there. Mm-hmm. There's not just like, if you just like very rhythmically or just, if, if, you, if you're just doing the same thing on the penis and nothing is happening, she's not really enjoying it. You know, if you're constantly just like, even like, I, I'm like, I'm very appreciative when someone sheathes their teeth. Um, oh yeah, don't bite. Yeah, don't grade you, your teeth against. You want to get the like shaft teeth that, off? Yeah, that hurts. Um, I'm very appreciative of that. But like, if you're just doing the same, like if you're just making the motion, and like, here's the big thing about blowjobs to me is how quickly I should come. Is that a question? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, how quickly should I come? Like, what? Like, obviously, you want to minimize the amount of time you're down there doing it because I don't think it's a comfortable thing for you. I mean, no, I don't. Is it comfortable to give a blowjob? Comfortable? No. Is it uncomfortable? Not really. How uncomfortable um, is it? Like, how how quickly does it become uncomfortable? How quickly and do boring? I feel fatigued? Maybe like five yeah. minutes. So you can give a five minute blowjob. Um, I usually try to, I, I feel like 30 seconds is like, you're over this shit sometimes. <laughs> no, like, I, uh, um, uh, it's, it's hard to explain. Okay. Um, well, let me explain it from a guy's point of view. Um, like, when I go down on you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the time period that you feel like I should be down there? Like, is is there a period of time, like after a couple of minutes, where you're like, okay, he's done, I've got mine, you know, it just felt felt good. Let's go ahead and move on to something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm never gonna stop you. Okay, you can stay down down there as long as you want. Okay, so would <laughs> would that be reciprocal? Like, would you feel like like should I feel like you should be down there as long as it takes? Like. For whatever time it is. If it's 15 minutes, you know? Like, you would let me go down on you for 15 minutes and enjoy the hell out of it, right? Yeah. Like, as a man... Do you think I don't like giving you a blowjob? Oh, as a man, I have a huge mental block about this. Why? Because I feel like it is not, like... First off, I don't think women truly enjoy giving blowjobs. 90% of women don't enjoy giving blowjobs. How do you know that? Have people have women said I don't like giving blowjobs to you? No, I feel like it's a what women what, what most women feel is this is a mandato- mandatory part of sex that they are just going to endure. Oh, no, that's not the way I see it. But you've never really like attacked a blowjob, like, uh, and this is maybe the the part where I'm such a dominant person that I I get these things put in my head because. When I go down on you, it's me. It's me. I'm deciding to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm deciding to go down on you. I'm making that all happen. I, there are very few times that you've ever been like, you've been in control to make me go down on you. Mm-hmm. A few times. But not very often. But when you are reciprocating that, it's usually at m- more me than you or you, you're transitioning and it's just a quick thing, you know? Um, so... Blowjobs to me is are always something that I just felt I've always felt like women endure, not enjoy. Hmm. That's sad. But no, that's not what I think about it, how I think about that at all. Um uh, I definitely think there are, are times where you have gotten bored or 
my technique is off, so you switch around, we do something else. Um, so, um, it's just, it's, I mean, it's different with every guy, too. It's, um, it's just, it's, it's, honestly, it's not something I've mastered with you yet. Yeah. Um, and, and it's weird because, like, a blowjob to me, like, if I'm going to get a blowjob from a woman, um, I guess just I've never had a woman who so enjoyed doing it that I felt comfortable, like, laying back and enjoying it, you know? Okay. Um, I feel like it's just, like, something that I'm, like, it's kind of like trying to orgasm. I'm trying to orgasm to minimize your discomfort. Okay, yeah, stop doing that. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, I'm, cause I mean, because you you think that I think it's a chore, and that's not how I'm thinking of it at all. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's literally, and maybe that's the block that's that's been going on. Um, so yeah, I I want you to just sit back and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's not really a time limit. For me to be down there. And I don't want you to think that you have to come in a certain amount of time or it's not successful or whatever. Like, no. Um, you don't need to think that way. And I think the other thing for me, um, a big mental block for me on this, is like if I do, like if you're giving me a blowjob and I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a huge blowjob fan. You're not a huge blowjob fan. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're okay, but it, I guess there's just so many. There's there's literally more pressure on me during a blowjob than like during sex. You put that pressure on you. Yeah, because what happens if I go soft? How do you feel <laughs> if you're blowing me and I can't keep an erection? Okay. How are you going to feel? Um, you're going to feel pretty shitty. I'm going right? to wonder what's wrong. Yeah. So now I have to deal with that. Like, I not only have to deal with the fact that I just lost an erection, which is my own deal, right? Uh-huh. I have to deal with my shit. Now I have to make you feel better about your shit. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying from a man point of view? It's very, it's, it's, it's almost a lose-lose, you know? So that's why blowjobs are a, um, they're, they're a negative benefit after you get to a certain age. Okay. That's just all, it's how, I, I, I don't know. That's, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just weird. On that kind of stuff. I I enjoy them. Mm -hmm. Like, they feel good. But, like, there's just a lot of pressure to come. And there's a lot of – if that's how you've decided you're going to come. There's a lot of pressure. Like, what if I don't make it in this amount of time and I lose it? And then she feels about herself. There's a lot of shit that goes on in our heads, too, Mm -hmm. during sex. Y'all just – y'all aren't the only ones who are mentally there. Yeah. Um, back to your question, though, uh, one other thing on this, um, eye contact, if you can do it, um, very nice, and don't forget the extra areas, um, lots of spit, no teeth, um, make it pleasurable, make it a show, because that's really what it is, it's, it's as much a show as it is a feeling, because the feeling is not really as good as me just having sex with you. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like for blowjob, it's always been like guys want to watch you. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like if I'm having sex with you, like for me, for me to get because uh, men are so visual. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
But, like, the thing is with a blowjob compared to sex, right? Sex, I can sit there and do it how I want to do it to get to orgasm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. With a blowjob, I'm not doing that. I'm not in control of you, of getting to that point. Right. Do you think that's also a problem, too, is because you're not in control? Yes. Okay. And you can't just let go? Um, I mean, like, it's, it's, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird one for me. Like, I've, I think that we have done some dominant stuff where I've gotten really turned on and came very quickly, mm-hmm. um, when you were dominant. So it's not a controlled thing. Okay. It's a, even when you were dominant though, I was still able to do it. If I can, it's, it's, it's like, How's the best way this been? Um, if I'm if I'm the one doing it, I know how it feels. You know, I can make that build. But when you're doing it, you're not in my mind. You're not seeing what I'm seeing. You're not you're not feeling what I'm feeling. So you don't know how to build that level up to get to that point to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like you're just doing the same thing here, 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 and then like. Hopefully, mentally, it brings me up. You know, hopefully, all those visuals and those other things bring me up. But when I'm moving, I'm like, oh, that feels good. Yeah, that feels good. That feels good. That feels good. And I'm there. You know what I mean? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think this is where, like, communication comes in a key, too. Mm-hmm. Is saying, like, if I'm doing something that, that's really good, encourage me to keep doing that or go faster or whatever. Yeah, and, and see, that's the... That's when I said earlier is like being in tune with the per- your partner is like when you see them like enjoy something they twitch they they smile they do something like that mm-hmm. you you notice that and then you go back to that technique right. yeah all right um yeah that's enough on blowjobs <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, we are at an hour how many more do you want to do we have four more all right let's do four more okay techniques for a gentle but rough style of sex okay. I've started seeing someone recently, and she is definitely not what I'm used to in bed. All of my previous exes were extremely vanilla. They weren't into oral. They weren't into anything besides some basic missionary and doggy, et cetera. However, this new woman I'm seeing is much more enthusiastic about sex and more open to stuff. On the first night we had sex, after writing me for a bit, she got off and proceeded to give me a blowjob. Now, that might, seem, that might not seem kinky to most, but compared to the previous women I've been with who never wanted to do oral to begin with, let alone oral after I've been inside them, this is much different. Hmm. I see the little twitch, and yes, I have been with women like that. That don't want to give a blowjob after you've been inside them? Yep. Okay. Uh, but use, but that was a long time ago. They might have changed since then. Mm-hmm. I think that was a younger generational thing mm-hmm. for me, and then the girls that I was with were, in some sense, not as sexually adventurous early on. Yeah. And... Go ahead. Um, I want to make one comment about that, but I'm going to finish reading this first. As it progressed, she got more and more into things I'd consider slightly kinky, which is probably not kinky to most, but definitely as compared to the others. She got back on top and shoved her thumb inside my mouth, grabbed my neck firmly, but not enough to choke me, etc. She then grabbed my fingers and put them deep into her mouth and moved my hand to her neck as well, indicating she wanted me to do the same to her. I've been figuring out how she likes things and our sex life is great, but I can tell there's more she would like. I recently grabbed the back of her head and squeezed my hand into a fist, I pulled her hair just a bit, and she went wild, but she wasn't as much of a fan when I pulled a bit harder after noticing she liked it. 
I've noticed she likes what I've come to call gentle but rough, but I don't know what the actual term is for it or how to look up other than other things I can do. Anything I can find for gentle sex techniques is either slow, romantic, or passionate sex. Anything I find for rough techniques is all jackhammer pounding, degrading stuff with actual choking, slapping, etc. For um, what she likes is a mix of both. It's slow motions, passionate grinding with some firm gripping, a tiny bit of forcefulness, and sunlight domination. So I'm looking to find out what this type of sex is actually called and learn some more techniques and things I can do. All right. Okay, this type of style is called sex. So this is yours. <laughs> this is you, what you like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, that's why I put this on here because okay. um, I was like, this is kind of what you enjoy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there's really no other way to put it besides saying gentle but rough, like firm. It's just firm sex, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, uh, the comment I wanted to make earlier about, um, women not wanting to go down on guys after they've been in, after men have been inside them, I think has stems from this idea that our environment down there is gross. And I don't know where that comes from, but that was a thing that plagued a lot of people, a lot of girls, um, a lot of my girlfriends and a lot of um, uh, my friends, uh, just in general, and then me too. Sometimes, yeah. Um, when I was younger, you know, a girl who will go down on you after they after you've been inside of them is a girl who will also tell you, "I taste great." Yeah, yeah. So maybe, <laughs> like, like honestly, like, like most girls who who go down on you after you've been inside of them will tell you, like, they've 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 played with themselves and then tasted it and enjoyed the taste of themselves. Right. So I, I guess I don't. So maybe I mean that's definitely a that's definitely a scenario for sure. Um, maybe that's part of it. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know where that where that insecurity or that feeling of grossness comes from. Yeah, I mean, like you're okay with him going down on you, mm-hmm. but you don't want to suck his dick after it's been down there. Right. So, but you'll kiss him afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. Um, it might be, is it, is it similar to like, say if I, if I just gave you a blowjob and I just made you come and I just swallowed and I tried to kiss you, would that feel weird to you? Oh, you kind of, you kind of went yeah, weird. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I did. Uh-huh. Um, I've never done that. Okay. So I feel like it would be weird, but. Because you don't want to taste your own cum. I, because it's a weird like thing where you're not supposed to taste cum as a guy. Why? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why you're not supposed to taste your own cum. We've, we've all had that little bit that hit our lip when we were 13. <laughs> all right. Um, and we were jacking off and it went too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, what, I, what I'm going with is, um, like, at this point in my life, I really wouldn't care. Like, if you swallowed and you, you wanted to kiss me, that would be fine. You don't do it, though. Um, so... Because I think in, intrinsically I knew that you wouldn't want to kiss me right afterwards, so. Yeah, I've never done that before, so I don't know. I, I don't know how I'd feel. I, like, if a girl really wanted me to do it, I think the first time I'd be like, what the fuck? And then, like, the second time I'd be like, okay, <laughs> whatever. I'd get over it. I'd get over it very quickly. Uh-huh. Like, because I'd be like, it's all my own cum. It's not right. like I'm, I'm, like, eating another dude's cum. Right. So, 
I feel like I would be over it really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. It would just be that first time I'd be like, ah, and then after that I'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck am I stupid? It's my own shit. <laughs> Fucking get over it, pot. No, you know, and I'd, I'd move on with my life. Right. Um, okay. So uh, the, the style of sex you have is not going to be, um, I think it's a style of sex that is generally like pretty standard across a lot of people. Yeah, it is it's kind of a it's kind of a balancing act. Mm-hmm. Cuz you don't want to be too rough, but you don't want to be too, you know, vanilla. Like not um, all girls want to have like their ass sting during sex. Right. And this is this girl, like she wants to be spanked. She wants to feel a little dirty, but she doesn't want there to be marks. Right. You're the same way. Mm-hmm. Um it, it is a balancing act and it is you're just going to have to, like, as you go along, find find the limits. Right. Um, there, I mean, it's, it is, it's basically like, 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 research, like, BDSM, and then take it back, like. Eight steps. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, like, 30%, 50%. Something like that. Um, like, she might... She doesn't... She likes... It's, so, it's not, she doesn't like pain. She's not turned on by pain. Mm-hmm. She is turned on by firmness and and a little bit of domination and control. Mm-hmm. So, here's a couple of things. Um, you can put your hand on her throat, but don't squeeze too hard. Yeah. She doesn't like that. Um, you were a lot the same way to begin with. I think you allow me to. I don't think you, I still don't think you like it. Not really. Okay. Um, uh, 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 but she seems like she likes it, so go with it. Um, another good one is, uh, the hips. So if she's on top, you can really grab that hip and you can squeeze pretty hard on a hip bone. And that tends to have that, like, that pressure that women like. Mm-hmm. that are at this level. Right. But it doesn't cause them pain. Mm-hmm. So what they want is a lot of pressure, but no pain. Right. They want pressure. They don't want bruising. They don't want pain. So, like, is that something that you enjoy, like, when I grab that yeah. hip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, hair pulling is another thing. Yeah, you just have to find that balance yeah, between the two. Yeah, um, you don't want to yank. Here's another one that, that women of this kind of like, and they might not have gotten yet, Biting, light biting. Light. So, yes. and the thing is, it's like there are some spots where you can lightly bite because you really can't get any skin. The mm-hmm. back is a good one. Like a nibble. So, like, you can, like, really kind of get the back, and you can't, like, you'd have to, like, try to just get in your front teeth, but if you just kind of, ah, on it, like, big big bite, you're just going to get that that chunk. And mm-hmm. it ain't going to, you're not going to hurt her, but she's going to get excited by it. Yeah, another good place is, um... What's this called? The shoulder. Your shoulder and a delt. Your delts, yeah, your deltoids. Yeah. Um, that's a good place to just bite, um, and nibble on a little bit. Um, neck is good too. Um, ears are great. Yeah. But again, like these are not places that you want to like clamp down. Yeah, on. obviously you're not trying to bite. Like I've had someone hard. I had someone like bite my ear so hard it was it was painful. Yeah. No. And, and so. Um, I, I don't think you're the guy who's going to do that. Just yeah. like, 
pretty much take whatever you want to do and increase it by 20% to begin with and then 40% to end with. Because at the beginning, you're not going to, you aren't going to feel comfortable with it. Because mm-hmm. I remember the first girl who asked me to choke her, I didn't feel comfortable with. Yeah. And they were like, nope, go ahead. The other thing is, is like talk to her and get kind of a safe word or. Yes, safe words are important. Or like um, get an idea of what she wants. Like get get a good like feeling because obviously she's sexual enough that she's going to probably tell you what she wants. Right. This isn't, she, she's not going to be hard to talk to about sex. Yeah, hopefully not. So uh, talk to her and um, this is, and the reason I've selected this, this is kind of our level of sex right here. Yeah. Where it's not extreme, but it's not like vanilla. Right. Yeah. So, and uh, for you as a dude, it's it's hard to, like, you have to find that balancing act. You, you're already doing it. You're seeing, hey, she liked it when I pulled her hair, but when I tugged too hard, she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you know your limit. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to make some mistakes along the way, but, like, you're not going to, it's not like you're going to, like, you know, spank her so hard or do something so hard that you're going to leave marks. Like, that's that doesn't seem like the type of person you are anyway. Um, so, just inch by inch, just have fun yeah. and experiment. So, when I go too far, um, how does it, like, affect you? Like, just, like, it, if this dude went too far. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably been a time or two that I'm, eh, Brian, bring it back. Yeah. Um, how does it affect me? Yeah, like, what do you say? How do you broach the subject? Oh, I mean, I just say ow. <laughs> um, but, like, if something, like, if you're choking me t- too hard, I will tap you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that hasn't really been an issue. Um. Yeah, like, if there's something that I'm really not into, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I think that should be everybody. Like, if you're just, if you're not into it, you should just say something. Yeah. Um, but so. honestly, dude, I think this is a uh, situation where she's going to be into almost anything you're going to do. Um, Within y- reason. Well, I don't think he has a, I don't think he's extreme enough. Right, no. He, he is not, I think you're too vanilla for her. Mm-hmm. So you're in you're in a really good position. Yeah. So stepping it up from where you're from where you've been at with Vanilla Girls, like up thirty percent, I think is probably perfect. Yeah. And like you're going to enjoy sex so much more from here on out. Yeah. So um, I say step it up, enjoy it, and just let it go where it will. Listen to cues. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look at her, follow her reactions. Um, yeah, and enjoy. Because it's fun. <laughs> Next. I don't understand. Dominate NF my wife. What? Okay. Dominate your wife. Good morning. I am a 29 male and my wife is a 28 female. We have a decent marriage but have been in a rut lately. I just finished paramedic school and working full time as a firefighter. That has been for the past 15 months. During that time, we grew apart, argued a lot, and she built up a lot of resentment towards me for being gone at work and school. Now we are doing marriage counseling one time a week, dating each other again, and being honest about communication. I have noticed a decline in our sex life from one time a week to one time a month. 
Um, also noticed an uptake in her reading smutty books and pleasuring herself to the point of buying more dildos with varying attachments. I desire to have sex, blowjobs, etc., multiple times a week, but she seems less interested. I want to be like the guys she reads in her romance novels. I want her to worship me and let me be the dominant husband she craves. Sometimes when we are flirting, she will say things like, make me do that, or what will you do? My instinct is to be more assertive, start bending her over and spank her when she is being a brat. I want to, wake up, to walk up and take what's mine whenever I want her. I want her to get in her, to get on her knees when I walk in from a hard shift and suck my cock until I explode in her mouth. Okay. Good to know. Any advice? Side note. I do believe she wants me to be more dominant. However, when I tried in the past, she rejected me, fought off my attempts, started arguments. She is kind of dominant herself, so I need advice on how to tackle this without starting an argument. Okay. Your advice. All right. So my problem with this, and this is just where I have... Like, I think this guy is too concerned with cons- consent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It, it takes yes, consent away. Consent is important. It is um, so important, but it also takes away the sexualness of it. Like, the, 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 what she wants when she's reading those books isn't consent. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, those books don't have consent in them. Have you ever read a smutty book where the guy will ask for consent? I don't know. I've never read one. <laughs> I, don't, I read Fifty Shades of Grey. He didn't ask for well. No, well, no, no, no. He did in the fact that he gave her a contract. Again, Fifty Shades is not a good book to read about consent. Um, uh, have I ever read a smutty book where he asks, "Do you want to have sex with me?" No. Have I ever read a book where um, they ask in different ways? Yeah, but then yes. But there's sex and there's like dominance. Right. So yes, you have to ask for consent to have sex. That's that's a given. Right. But like when you are playing in like this dominance role, mm-hmm. um, does it take away from the role and the role play when you have to ask for dominance? Like when you have to ask for consent for everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's another thing about those, another aspect about the smutty books is that there's a lot of romance attached to it. Mm. Maybe, like, you said that you, when you tried in the past to be more dominant or just to, I'm assuming you, you're just trying to, like, take her, like, when, when she gets home or when you get home or something and she, she started arguments and she's fought off your attempts, maybe that that means that she's looking for more of a romantic initiation than a dominant initiation. So it's a romance into dominance? Yes. Okay. That's a hard one to balance. It is. Um, so, like, is that like take you out to dinner and then make you blow me in the bathroom? <laughs> or more like cook you dinner and then afterwards start taking her clothes off at the dinner table? Something like that. Okay. Um yeah, it is a it's it's a fine line to walk, but it is it's absolutely doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, another thing, communication. We've 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 always you know this is something that we have strove we've we've always we said like the past you know seven however many times we've however many of these we've read so far this hour uh, is communication is is key. Um, you guys are getting into arguments. Maybe you need to reserve some time to actually sit down and talk about. What you want? Yeah. What she wants? Um, why? Why she's kind of 
moving away from you in a sense. Um, so, and they just, are going to counseling. Yeah. Yeah. So you are going to counseling. You are having, you're being honest about communication. Maybe, uh, and maybe you're not talking about sex. Yeah. I think the thing is, is what y'all need to do right now is to get to the point where you, where you, y'all need to have a very good conversation about consent today. Mm-hmm. Like what, what does your wife consent to? Right. Um, does your wife consent to free use? Can you come home and pull your dick out and tell her to suck it and it be okay? Right. You know, that's, that's a thing. That is a thing. And, 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 and from I, what I am getting from that last sentence that says, like, she rejected him and fought of his attempts, yeah. like, she probably is not at that level. Right. So y'all need to sit down and have a very open, honest relation uh, 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 on what, what limits y'all want. If you want to have a if if you feel like she wants you to be dominant, um, take her out to dinner, sit her down at a nice restaurant, and look her in the eyes and, and go Christian Gray on it and just be like, I want to do this to you. You need to tell me what is your limits. And go from there. I don't think I don't know if they're gonna be comfortable talking about it in a public place, but ah. Like, if it's a nice restaurant where you can get a quiet spot, it's okay. Um, we've done some, we've had some pretty nasty conversations in public. Yeah, but it was loud. Yeah. yeah. Most <laughs> restaurants are loud and most people aren't paying attention to you. Right. Um, I'm not saying go to Outback and have, like, the kid, like, <laughs> popping its head over the... Hey! Oh, hey, hey. uh, it's so annoying. Um, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Outback. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's okay. Um, but I'm just saying that, like, when you... Um, uh, have this conversation. Like, if you want to be dominant, if, if this is something, like, a, a where y'all want to go, you need to actually do it. And I think the romance of it would be, like, y'all going someplace and being outside of the home. Right. And making it a little bit more taboo-y for mm-hmm. her. Because I think that's what she wants. She wants that taboo. She wants she wants romance and adventure. So you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to do a little bit on this one. Yeah, like, you're going to have to make it interesting. Yeah. So, uh, uh, make it interesting, come at her with it. I don't know. Hey, if you're really, really worried about this, if you really want to know, and I hate to say it, pick up one of those smutty romance novels and read it. Yeah. Go to chapter, it's usually like chapter 10 when the smut starts. Um, maybe chapter five, depending on what kind of smutty book it is. Um, but yeah, like for Harlequin romance novels, it's usually like right in the middle. Like if you go right to the middle of the book, you're gonna find a sex scene. Okay. Um, so that's a good rule of thumb for that. Uh, yeah, read what she's reading, um, and then yeah, just at just straight up ask her mm-hmm. what does she want. Like, how would you feel? Like we we're not at this point, but let's say we are at this point. Let's put your Put yourself into this woman's situation, mm-hmm. okay? If I picked up one of your books and read it and then talked to you about it, how would you feel about that? I would be, I'd be really intrigued and I would feel, I'd probably feel happy that you were engaging in this, in this way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just as a, as a point, like if there is something your partner is engaging in, 
Um, if you engage in that also, it is so important and so strong to your partner that you don't, I, I don't think a lot of people understand that, like how, how far that goes. Right. You know, just take that little thing that they're into and like be into it too, even if you don't like it. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to really smut novels, mm-hmm. but like I can spend, I can read one, you know? And you don't even have to read the whole thing. Just yeah. read the sex parts. Skim yeah. through it, get through it, and like talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. And because this is something that she likes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, again, communication is key. Um. If, another thing I'm thinking of like, is she is she hiding these books? Are you snooping around to find the the new dildos, or is she laying these out for you to see? Well, I mean, That's they might I'm be wondering. in their sex drawer. Yeah, like he might open the sex drawer and be like, "Oh, there's a new dildo." Right. Um. Yeah. So. I. Th- she. I don't think this is cheating behavior. This is wanting something wanting a new sort of adventure with her husband behavior. Um. But you, I, I will say, like, be very, very. Um, don't be accusatory. Don't be accusatory. Don't get mad. You could also see how this isn't very far from cheating. In a, yeah, in a way, it's like, like if she's, if she's imagining these guys in these books. I'm not even talking about that. I'm what? just talking about like you could very well like if you're at this point and you're right re- you're already on the rocks mm-hmm. and you're like you could see each escalation. Mm-hmm. Um her next escalation is to cheat on you. Mm. And, and like I'm not saying your wife's cheating on you. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that at all. I'm just saying you need to really y'all need to figure this out or that's where this is going and having been someone whose wife has cheated on him not mm-hmm. you, <laughs> previous right. one. Yeah, um, I, I will say that like it, it is an escalation thing. Um, now I wasn't around to see all the escalations, and I ignored them. You obviously see them, so understand where you're at right now, and understand you're at that la- level of like, like if you had a gauge on your marriage, it would be tipping to like. It would start to get to that like. What color would it be? Yeah, it'd be it'd be yellow to red right now. Yellow to orange. Orange to red, like it, it's almost there. Okay, it's not in the red. You're not in the red. Yeah, but she is definitely like, if the right guy said the right thing to her right now, mm. it would be hard for her to walk away. It's possible. I mean, she is. She's entertaining herself. Yes. Which means she's not getting what she needs from you, which is unfortunate. Um, and, yeah, the, the whole firefighter thing, like, being on, is it on two weeks and then off two weeks? No. Or? Like, the firefighter I know works one day every week. Oh. They work for 24 hours a day. Okay, then this guy's getting a shitty deal if he's gone for that long. No, he did paramedic school and then started, so maybe right. it's a little bit different. The f- but, yeah, like, he's... The firefighters I know don't work that much. Okay. Well, is he done with school? Yes. Okay, so he's done with school. And he finished his paramedics. Working full-time as a firefighter. Yeah, I think he's trying to put it back together. Yeah, put it back together after the 15 months of, you know, not being as available. Yeah, you were deployed. In a sense, yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's good you're going to counseling. Um, it's good you're you're yeah you're dating each other again. You're being mm. honest about communication. Talk about sex. Don't worry about consent as much right now. Well, talk about it first. <laughs> be assertive. But don't be accusatory. <laughs> be assertive during sex. Yes. Be, just be but in tune. Be present. Be present. Be, you can be assertive and understand, and it's not rape. We, right. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a mentality now of this where assertion can be construed as rape. Well, the fine line between BDSM and rape is very fine. Right. So that's the problem. Also, if you are wanting to be more dominant and, quote, use her in a sense, if she's cool with that, aftercare is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Because any, like, even, like, soft BDSM, like, it can it can turn really fast. Like, one, just one random thing that you didn't know, like, triggered this, triggered her, could trigger her and then like she might be crying um stuff something like something like that might happen um that's why aftercare is so important and that's like cuddling kissing um making up for any you know if you set if you call their names during your your sessions or anything like that making up for that in a very gentle way bubble baths massage whatever that looks like for her ask her what aftercare what what aftercare feels like and would look like for her um do that. Okay, next. My girlfriend wants me to be more possessive dominant. Okay. So my girlfriend, you you picked these last three without me. Um, well, I mean, they're fun. Okay. <laughs> so my girlfriend and I have had a switch relationship for a while with my being the sub most of the time, but... Um, I mean, you're more about switches than I am. Okay. Um, however, when I do dom, she has asked me to be more possessive and also initiate as a dom more. Just want to know what are good ways to initiate as a dom. That could be a bit possessive in nature, just stuff to kind of get her in the mood and mindset of me doming that also scratches that possessive itch. A few things she told me was that marks are a big turn on, hickeys and other things like verbal possession. Okay. Okay. Well, you're the dom. Go ahead. (laughs) Um... All right, so uh, marks are hard because it's like what what constitutes a mark? How far do you want to go with this? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't like marks. Mm-mm. You do not like hickeys. Um, no, I'd rather not have hickeys. I, and, and, I work for a living. And personally, I don't think I should give you hickeys because we are professionals. Right. And this is hickey, mean, hickeys it, are a high school thing. Oh, okay. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, you, I was going to say, you don't have to give me a hickey on my neck, but uh, but oh, yeah, it's also just like... Oh, if you want one on your inner thigh or something like that, I'll do it. Yeah. But it's always been like, to me, just a high school thing. Okay. Um, um, uh, bite marks. If she's into, if she's into uh, marks. Yeah. Uh, bites. Um, um, if she really, if she really is into this kind of you being dom... Um, play off of it a little bit. Like, see how much you can push on her to to kind of do it. Like, spank her ass and see if she if she challenges you or if she submits, and go from there. 
the more she challenges you, the harder go you go. Because that's what she wants. When you are challenged, so as a sub-dom relationship, when your sub challenges you, what they're wanting is you to go harder. When they submit is when you have gotten to your level. Remember that level. Mm-hmm. Because that's the level they want. But they were enjoying to see how far y'all could go. Um, so that is, so when you're switching from sub to dom, or from, from uh, yes, from sub to dom, understand that you're going to have to break her. And not like in a weird, <laughs> mean way. Like, uh, you looked at me like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> no, you have to, like, overcome, and you have to be aggressive enough to show that you're the dom. So if it's spanking, you're going to have to start light. And when she's like, hmm, go harder. Mm-hmm. And keep going until she tells you, until she kind of gives you either, and depending on how how um, how advanced y'all are with safe words, if she gives you the caution or the stop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, verbal possession. Um, yeah, obviously she wants to be kind of degraded. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what verbal possession is to me. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, play with it. Do it. Like enjoy it. Like go after it. Um, obviously she wants you to do this. Mm-hmm. So do it. Yeah. Um, Does this have ages again? No, that's that's what I was looking for. So I feel there like are no ages. I feel like this is again one of those things where you have a youth, um, or youth more youth. Um, These are people that are new to BDSM or new to switching. Or you know, I feel like older people in BDSM, like my age and stuff like that, are more inclined to not ask for as much. Um, consent like you know when you walk in there there what the consent is you don't have to ask for every bit of consent okay and so like asking for too much consent takes away from the experience right well the whole idea of like like bdsm is asking for consent at the beginning and then testing those boundaries and that's why you have a safe word right so understand that like you don't have to ask for consent for every step that you have to take Mm -hmm. um because that is very it's it's it can't be a turn on. What the consent part? Like constant consent. Like if everything I did to you, I got consent before yeah, I it's did. Yeah, like is this okay? Is this okay? Yeah, yeah. Would that um, be? Wouldn't that, that would be distracting? And not only that, yeah. it would it would take away from the ability. It would take away the dominance aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, first off, just start off with what y'all are going to be dominant about. Um. If you're going to be dom, be dom. Have either, if you really want to get advanced, have two safe words. Have a yellow and a red. Mm-hmm. The yellow means you're getting close. The red means a hard stop. Right. Um, understand that if you hit hard stop, it does not mean that the relationship is over. It means that you went too far. Provide aftercare. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and go forward. Um, yellow means that you are very much, you are at the, 
you are at the point where you need to not go further. Mm-hmm. Stay at that level. Yeah. Um, that is the level she's enjoying. Mm-hmm. So, or probably enjoying if she's into BDSM. Um, just understand that you are going to cross that line at some point. Um, and I, I, as a BDSM partner, as the person who's getting BDSM'd, as the sub. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Much better terminology. <laughs> How do you feel when that level, like that, that, that it is crossed, like that, that um, line is crossed? Um, well, we, we really, we really aren't at that level. Right. Um, uh, could you put yourself in that position, like, and you had that level, that, 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 that line crossed for you? How would you be able to cope with it? Or can you, because it's not your nature, do you not I mean, feel the, confident answering this one? No, I can answer this one. The, uh, the, I don't think it would, it would be like, I don't, I don't think it would be like majorly triggering for me. Um, I think like, I think the beauty of BDSM is the conversations you have before it begins mm-hmm. and knowing what each other is into and like testing the boundaries if you want to test those boundaries. And then if you go too far having the safe word and your dom like respecting the safe word and stopping immediately, I think that speaks levels. That's spe- that That is the most important thing. And also the the thing that reassures you that this wasn't abuse, this was just play, mm-hmm. you know? So let me ask you something. If, if that, when that, when that, um, when that red safe word is triggered, do you think that it completely ends the session or do you think you try to bring it back? It depends. It depends on the situation. Okay. Um, if you're if you're saying stop because you're tied up and you're in pain, I think that stops the I think that stops the rope play, um, possibly. Um, that's why certain knots are so important to be able to like slip out real quick real quickly. Um, so, but yeah, it just depends on what is happening in the moment and how much pain or discomfort the sub is in. Okay. Um. Yeah, it brings into a very interesting question on what happens when you do cross that that red line. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you get if, if you're getting whipped mm-hmm. in a BDSM situation, spanked, whatever you want to whipped, spanked, hands paddled, spanked, paddled yeah. whatever, and you get to that red limit and you stop. Do you stop for five minutes and go back to to like in, mm-hmm. or do you just is it done? Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, for for the person who is the dom, they haven't gotten to climax yet. Right. But at that point in time, the the, the, sub, the, the sub is important. Like, right. it is more important than everybody's safety. More, everybody's important in the situation. The fact that the sub gave the safe word and you have to stop what you're doing, like, what's more important at that point in time is... Is the sub-safety is the, and their yeah, feelings. And, and communication uh, and making sure that everybody in the situation is okay. You're right. But, like, how long does it take? 
Again, it varies. Yeah, I guess so. It's it's really weird because like there's no like there's no hard and fast rule about like oh how long can we not can we how long before I rub my penis on you and try to get you to how long before I can come yeah yeah like that's that shouldn't even be a thought really at that point in time like but at some point you can always get back to it yeah depending on how each of you is feeling right um so and this maybe this is why there are some people who are really good at this and some people who aren't you know there are some people who are very 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 good at bdsm mm-hmm. and live that lifestyle and there would be me who would like be like five minutes later and be like hey <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you touch my pee-pee? Oh, God. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's all about communication. It's all about aftercare. It's what just, rabbit hole did we go down on this one? <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, Who was right. this question again? Um, how do I be, how do I, do, how do I be a dom, basically, was, yeah. was the question. Um, do, do some research. Do some research. Watch um, some good BDSM porn. Yeah, and not, well, I don't. I think beginning Dom is you shouldn't watch BDSM porn to not be not like hardcore. Well, what I'm saying is like even softcore. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is have confidence. Like where it starts from is have the confidence to be the dominant person. Mm-hmm. To walk into that bedroom, couch, or living room, wherever you're going to do it, and just have that big dick energy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, start from there. Yeah. Like, when, walk, like, if you're listening to this, if I, if I was giving you advice, I would say, have big dick energy and start from there. Like, you don't have to have it and you can fake it until you get it or whatever, but, like, just have that energy of kind of a, I am this, I am, I'm a god. You know, I am this person. I'm going to fucking do this. And start with that and go from there. Because I've already discussed it. You have to learn how to be the dom. There's no way that you, you can't watch. Yeah, watching porn would do some things for you. But that's, it's so hard to find good, like, building of this. It's, it, like, if you Google BDSM porn, you're gonna see. Yeah, you're, you're gonna find a lot of like just straight up like abuse porn. Yeah. So I'm gonna say like your first thing to do is just, um, and this is gonna be such a huge confidence boost for you. Just have that big dick energy confidence boost. Be like, you know what? You're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of online communities, online BDSM communities out there. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the one. But we're, we're but putting dominance and BDSM in the same thing. That's true. Not, it's yeah, not it's really not the, the same, same thing. thing. No, um, it's a this is a dom this is a dom sub switch relationship is what this yeah. seems like. So um, um, on this, I would say just have the confidence to be the dom. Like find the confidence to be the dominant one. Like mm-hmm. take it. She wants it. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. She. She has consented to this, and like. The, do what do what you know she likes and the push guy those boundaries in, a little bit and just the, go from there. The guy in high school who you hated but kind of was envious of because he had everything, be that guy. Because that's what she's asking you to be. Just be that guy. 
Like, and it, you don't have to be that guy in the outside world. You just have to be it in your bedroom. Right. Yeah. Be what you think that guy would be. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Last one. Ah, I want my wife to have sex with another guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that out there right now. I, male 37, want my wife, uh, 37, to have sex with another guy. The thought of it gets me going really bad, and I think it would be so hot to see it happen. I would even be okay with just hearing about it after she doesn't want me, after, after, if she doesn't want me to watch. I would love a MFM, uh, male, female, male, um, yeah. for, uh, threesome. I know I wouldn't be able to last long and would end up watch watching a lot anyways. I wouldn't take long to get me it wouldn't take long to get me ready again anyways, but I think I'd just like to watch at that point. I've talked to her about an MFM before. She was unsure about it, but she said it's not completely out of the picture. I think the thing is she doesn't have a high option, high opinion of herself and wouldn't want to to but her but, oh, but put herself out there like that. He wrote but instead of put. Any advice? Um If she's unsure about it, I don't know if this is a thing you push. Okay. You're asking There are so many questions in this. There is a different there is a big difference between having an MFM and having an FFM or MFF or whatever. Having a devil's threesome versus a two female, one male threesome. Oh, um, like a threesome or a devil's threesome. Yeah, a threesome or a devil's threesome. Um, you, All right. She says it's not completely out of the picture. Like, Dude, she doesn't want to do this. Yeah, she's unsure. She does not want to do this. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you want to do this. I mean, yeah, you don't get it. Like, this is just somebody else's kink that we don't understand because it's not our kink. Like, I, yeah, um, this, I hate to kink shame, but I just don't get this one. I don't get it. Like, on so many fucking levels, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I do not. This is, this is a whole, like, voyeurism thing. But, this is, no, no, like, you can voyeur so many other people other than the person you love. Right. Other than the person you're with. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no amount of me that wants to see another dude fuck you. And if you came to me and like, I want another dude to fuck me, I'd be like, what the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> like, that would be my first thought. Right. Are you not getting it good here? Mm-hmm. Like, and if I came to you and I was like, I want to fuck another woman, what would you think? I mean, <laughs> we've kind of talked about threesomes. No, no, um, but you've also laid that down as you can't fuck another woman. Right. You've, like, because you are bisexual mm-hmm. or... You are attracted. I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm going to call you out on this one. I don't think you're bisexual. I think you find women attractive. Uh-huh. Uh, but we've talked about if we ever had a threesome, mm-hmm. which I don't think either one of us wants to do. Well, I don't think you want to do it because it's a lot of work. It's a fuck ton of work. <laughs> and I don't think I want to do it because I, I don't even want the option of you putting your dick in somebody else. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, like. What would you feel like if I can, and th- and this is beyond threesome. Like if I just came to you and was like, "Hey, I want to fuck other women," I'd be like, "Okay, do you want a divorce?" Yeah. What would you feel like as far as like you yourself? I would feel like something about me is inadequate, right? Or like I'm not doing enough for you in bed, or 
something something is terribly wrong. Or- and if, if I came to you and I was like, hey, I want to fuck other women, and you were like, do you want to divorce something? No, I love the fuck out of you. I don't know what to do with that. Yes, you, you <laughs> did, it just does not, does compute. not compute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, error, error. It's like, okay, you want to fuck other women? Can I fuck other men? If the answer is no, then I don't know what, what, but what even you if want. I came to you and I was like, yeah, you can fuck other men. Uh huh. It wouldn't make you feel any better. No. And like, especially where we live right now, I don't want to fuck anybody else in this town. But even if we moved <laughs> someplace else. Right. Like, I, I just don't feel like we are those type of people. No, not, th- not at this point. I don't know if we'll ever get to that point. But I, I just don't understand it. Okay. Like, I, 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 this is a part of, like, society mm-hmm. of people that I just, I have a very, look, I'm not judging you. I'm not saying you're horrible people. You're, pro- you're probably fucking great people. Oh, yeah. You probably give to charity. They're probably, like, really, really secure with themselves. Yeah. And that's why they can go and do these things, and their relationships are still good. And, I'm secure with myself. I think you're secure with yourself. I think we're secure in our relationship. Mm-hmm. I just don't want strange. Yeah. I don't want strange either. And, and so for this particular question of how you can, what, what is he actually asking if he can like ask his wife to have sex with another person? Yes. Why? Like why? Like what is it's it? It's a kink. It's, it's. What just, is this kink? What is this? It's cuckolding. It's, um. What? No, it, it, it's. Is it because you've watched porn and it's on porn? I don't understand. I, maybe it is the fantasy of seeing your wife in a pornographic way. You watch porn, you have certain, um, porn stars that you really like. Yeah, but you're not like them. Right. You know, you are not the porn store. Like, like your type of porn would not be what I watched. Well, no, but um. But I don't even like. I don't want to see another man take my fantasy and do it to you. You know, if you were going to be kinkier, mm-hmm. I I don't. And, and that is my porn, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like it is kinkier than our sex, and our sex is pretty kinky. Yeah. Um, I don't think you go less kinky in porn. <laughs> no. I, I think you'd level it up. Um, but like if I was like I I wouldn't want to see someone do the things that I want to do with you to you. I would just want you to do them with me. Right. So, it's because you're you're really possessive. And that's just you. Like you're and Have you met someone who isn't possessive like Um Yes. Never got to the point where we watched, we were, we never got to that point where like one of us was having sex with somebody else and the other person was watching. Um, we did have, well, this was with the lights off and we were really drunk. It was a really drunk, silly party where we had sex in the same room with another couple who was having sex, but we weren't like having a foursome. Right. We were just drunk. I don't know if that counts. That doesn't really count. That really doesn't count. Because um, I've known a lot of guys who have had sex with a buddy, like, in the bed next to him while they were doing, like. Yeah, they, what is that called? Um, like, the, that's called, I hooked up and you didn't fuck you. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, another guy, like, two guys having sex with two girls. Well, no, I don't know two guys having sex. Okay. Ever. 
Um, no, two guys having sex with two girls. Do you guys have, like, a cu- two cup, like, a two, cu- two couples okay. in the same room mm-hmm. having sex with their partners, but not with each other, with the other couple? Oh, like, like, we all went on vacation, and we came in, and, like, you and, and me hooked and up, and, and, like, this two other people hooked up in the other bed. Yeah. Because we were sharing a hotel room. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm not talking about, like, hey, we all went out, and, like, Greg didn't get a girl, but I got a girl, and now I'm banging her in my bed, and Greg's over there sitting alone in his bed. Like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll go say it's Greg afterwards. Oh. She might be a whore. <laughs> anyway. Um. Which really wouldn't bother me because it was just some chick I picked up. But if it was, I don't know, Greg, at all. (laughs) By the way. Um, This is a weird thing to me. Like, why? This is a kink I don't get. And maybe somebody could explain it to me. Mm -hmm. Like, how could you, like, enjoy this? Like, in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so my big my thing is, is like let's just say that like you like it's it's so hard. Like I would feel so inferior. Hmm. You know? This feels to me like if you've if you want your wife to fuck someone else, it's because you're not doing your job. Huh. Okay. I don't know. We will have to find a guy <laughs> who is open to talking about this. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, the, the, what, what first comes to my mind is that like, oh, he just wants to play out some sort of porn, some sort of porn scenario where his wife is being fucked by somebody that doesn't look like him or something. But why? Mm-hmm. Like just porn at POV style. Oh. If you're if you're like into porn, like POV it, mm-hmm. then you're just like looking down at her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And which is stupid to me, but I, um, it, it's horrible. Um, but it, it just doesn't compute to me as to why. Like, uh, is it cockolding? Cockolding. 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 C u c k o l d i n g. This doesn't yeah. fucking compute to me. Okay. Yeah, and that's fine. That's that's you. But, like, how does it compute to... Like, this is how much it doesn't compute to me. I don't understand how it computes to anybody else. Right, 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 right. Um, As a I, woman, how would you feel about this? Um, it's, If it was coming from you, I'd be very confused. Obviously. Um, If it was coming from... Uh, that guy that we had sex while well, another couple was having sex in the same room. Uh, it, I wouldn't be that shocked by it. Um, cause we did go, uh, we did have an open relationship for a little bit. Um, but I would ask why, and I don't know if I would know the answer. I don't know what response I would get. Yeah. Um, from the one thing I can think about is like, is he bored? Like, is he that bored? But even being bored, like mm-hmm. there are so many other ways to not be bored 
than to have you have sex with another person. Right. I don't feel like I'd be less bored watching you have sex with someone else. Mm -hmm. I, 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 me, myself, I'd be like, hey, I'm bored. Let me choke you more or do something else with you. Not, hey, go have sex with uh, this guy that we don't yeah. know. But this guy in particular, the thought of it turns him on. The thought of his wife getting fucked by somebody else. Then why is she your wife? I mean, let's, this is. Such I don't a, want to kink shame. Let's not. I, do I that. hate to kink um, shame. It's just this, like I can't understand this. I can't get my head around it so much mm -hmm. that it is hard. I, I'm not kink shaming, and I'm, I'm I am kink shaming. Fuck. Um, but like, I just want to be explained mm -hmm. how this fucking works. Would it be different if it wasn't his wife and just his girlfriend? No. 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 Okay. What you possess is what you possess. Mm. Like that's that's my pussy. <laughs> you can't have it because it's mine. Damn right. All right, all right. Uh <laughs> like you're you're lucky enough that I don't try to go find other pussy. I don't even want that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, my my fucking uh, what's that reptilian brain part of you? Your reptilian brain. Yeah, but it's called something. The mandula oblongata. oblongata. Yeah, thank you, uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> No, you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> uh, okay. So my Madula Ablagada is saying, you know, I got to go find another pussy. Mm. But I've I've curtailed that shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay. No, no, I love you. I'm never going to look for that shit. But y you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like my reptilian brain says, like, it's mine. Uh-huh. I don't see how you get rid of that. Like, I don't know. Maybe it is also a form of control by saying, I'm going to let this guy do this to my wife. I don't know. I'm just speculating at this point. You can't get it either, can you? I. If I told you I wanted to watch another guy fuck you, how would you feel? I would just be like, why? Like the I would genuinely be curious and ask you, why do you want me to Okay, if my next, this? if my answer to that was because it would turn me on. I would be like, why? <laughs> I would just keep asking why. Yeah, there would never be an end of whys. <laughs> I would be like, I guess I would ask if after some point, I'd be like, can I pick the guy? That's the thing. Who's picking the guy? I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you can. I don't fucking care. Like, it's not like I'm fucking dominant. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, see, I, ooh, I, I so, <laughs> I am so monogamous you, that I don't even want to think about that. Like your thought right there was like, yeah. I don't want some other guy. No. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so monogamous right now. It's so funny. Uh, Did you ever think you'd be this monogamous? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Marriage. Marriage. It changed a person. Marriage brought a hair today. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. That's our last question. Yeah, that is our last question. Um, I don't think she's into it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no idea what this question was. It just throws me off. Like the, this whole <laughs> fucking situation throws me away. We, we end this episode with confusion. I, I'm so confused <laughs> by I any man who wants their wife to be fucked by another man. <laughs> While they watch. Possess your pussy. And don't kink shame. Don't kink shame. <laughs>
Is that your pussy? <laughs> I don't know how to. Do that. I don't know how to resolve my feelings. Uh, like you just you don't get it. That's fine. But don't kink shame. You just don't get it. It's not something you're into. That's fine. Wait, why are you why are you sad? Because I want to possess my pussy. You, I think you, everyone should possess their pussy. Okay. Like, I don't know. We'll have to. Okay. If you have a cuckolding fantasy, please email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com and explain to us why. Why? Why, why does it turn you on? Be very specific like, for Brian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give me your number and we can talk because I just don't understand this. Bring this to me and let me. Let me pick your brain. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, y'all have a good week. <laughs> Be kind. Listen and take care of each other, and uh, don't we'll, cuckold. Don't kink shame. We'll see you guys. We'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.